This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. A High Park man was arrested on firearm charges following an early morning incident at the Toby Keith Bar and Grill located at Patriot Place in Foxborough. 26-year-old Stephen McGee of 40 Dana Avenue in Hyde Park was arraigned last Monday in Rentham District Court on charges of assault with a dangerous weapon and possession of ammunition without an FID card. According to police, the incident occurred shortly after 1 a.m. when two groups of patrons left the bar and were standing in an open mall area outside. McGee then left one of the groups to get his car when a female in that group had words with another male. McGee then pulled the gun from his waist and pointed it at the male. Police officers on the scene, Foxborough Reserve Officer Alex O'Leary and Mansfield Police Officer Joseph Conieri determined the weapon was a pellet gun that resembled a real handgun. Police also found an undisclosed amount of live ammunition in the suspect's car. Assisting at the scene were Foxborough Police Lieutenant Michael Grace and Officers Michael Alberts and Carrie Kilroy. McGee was arrested and then released on bail. The alleged gunman and a string of four armed robberies is no stranger to criminal activity according to U.S. District Court records in Boston. 32-year-old Paul Curtis, whose last known address was in Braintree, has already served three years in federal prison for an August 2011 bank robbery in Fall River. After his release, he was found in violation of his probation after he admitted smoking synthetic marijuana, using cocaine, and using heroin. Curtis and his accomplice, 28-year-old Michelle Shaughnessy, is now accused in the armed robbery of a subway in Middleborough, a Dunkin' Donuts in Berkeley, a Honeydew Donuts in Seekonk, and a mobile gas station at Routes 106 and 152 in Plainville. Curtis was ordered held in jail on $50,000 cash bail after pleading innocent to armed robbery and conspiracy to commit armed robbery in Rentham District Court. Shaughnessy, who was suffering from drug withdrawal while in court, was ordered held in jail on $5,000 cash bail after pleading innocent to the same charges. Curtis and Shaughnessy are due back in Rentham Court on October 27th for a probable cause hearing. North Attleboro Town Manager Michael Gallagher had to defend himself once again last week after a former select woman, Ann Lonzo, accused him of handling free cash discussions in an unethical way. Allegedly, Gallagher and school superintendent Scott Holcomb conspired to remove $430,000 of funding for school supplies from the town budget. 
knowing they would recover the money this fall through an exemption in the free cash policy. Lonzo commended Holcomb for pursuing the free cash, but she took issue with the statements by Gallagher that a verbal agreement between the town and the schools was in place. Lonzo continued saying the language to describe the discussions as a verbal agreement is unbecoming of the board. Gallagher asked the selectmen last week to utilize the exemption clause to put a smaller amount of money in the stabilization fund and use the extra funding to supplement town budgets. North Attleboro selectman Keith LaPonte came to Gallagher's defense saying he understood the issues raised were done so from a good place, but said frustration over the town's finances were misdirected. More local news coming up next. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Of course. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, oak tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. In what police describe as a road rage incident, 37-year-old Catherine Hanley of 37 South Street in Foxborough, was arrested at the intersection of Granite and Market Streets just before midnight. Foxborough Police Officer James Head made the arrest with the assistance of Sergeant David Fiscaldo. Hanley was charged with operating under the influence and negligent operation of a motor vehicle. In an unrelated incident, Foxborough Police arrested 40-year-old John J. Cronin of 105 Central Street following a 9.45 a.m. traffic stop on Commercial Street near the Mansfield Line. Cronin faces charges of failing to stop for a police officer, driving without a license, and driving without possession of a registration. Foxborough Police also reported four arrests, all for disorderly conduct, at last Sunday's NFL game between the New England Patriots and the Houston Texans at Gillette Stadium. In addition, only three patrons were taken into protective custody for alcohol intoxication. And finally, Foxborough now has light-emitting diode or LED streetlights. A conversion to energy-saving LED streetlights with the help of a $48,249 state grant has been completed. Town engineer Chris Gallagher said the new lights not only save electricity, but they also have a brighter, wider look. All 11,050 streetlights in the town of Foxborough 
were converted starting last May. Gallagher said the total project cost about $340,000, with the town paying $240,000 after the state grant and $50,000 in national grid incentives were deducted. The state funding comes from the Department of State Resources in partnership with the Metropolitan Area Planning Council. In total, the state handed out $4.3 million for the lights to 40 cities and towns in Massachusetts. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.